Hi Star, you're listening to the Mindset and Magic podcast with me, Victoria Rusina. I am a mindset coach, a mom, an entrepreneur in the making, and a manifestation lover of it all. I'm also a strong believer that each one of us has the power inside of ourselves to create our reality. And the way there is through self-discovery and mindset. After I got to know myself to the core and really discovered my my dreams, my wishes, uh, everything inside of me, my outer reality started to align accordingly. It was like magic. And my goal of this podcast is indeed that, to inspire you with stories, tools and exercises to access that power within you and to go out there and create magic for yourself as well. Happy New Year, Star. I'm coming with you, at you, with some rested energy, I would say. Well, first of all, my phone dropped into the toilet and because it was already very broken, it kind of yeah started acting weird. So I had to wait for a new one uh, to materialize and... Uh, just one quick moment of saying it out loud my gratitude to the fact that I, I had the ability to find a new one, uh, a secondhand one, and actually pay for that in a very short time. And then my father was visiting here from Sweden to yeah, spend some time with us, with his grandchild. And yeah, it was just like not a lot of space that I wanted to create uh, for for being on social or doing anything else. So it was a really, really nice two weeks (laughs) of rest. And I definitely am feeling that I'm I'm quite recharged. I I feel a bit of like I have a blank slate in front of me and I'm getting like downloads of creative ideas and ways how things could work out. So today I actually want to talk to you about two topics, but they're very integrated, you could say. And um, well, first of all, we could start off with the fact that it's New Year's, it's the time of New Year's resolutions and things like that. People are planning for the year ahead. Somehow, you know, everything else was like, it has a cut, clean cut sometimes feels like, and you're setting you know, yourself new goals and things that you want to achieve. And um, yeah, I did that too. I met with a friend on the 30th of December and we had a review of our Wheel of Life, uh, which is a really, really great exercise that I actually recommend to do once a quarter. And it will be something, talking of, you know, creative downloads and things and, uh, that is coming with this time for me, I will be introducing in the Moon Rituals on a quarterly basis. So if you are curious about that, you're more than welcome to join me in the next one. The new one on uh, uh, next week on the 12th of January, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, <laughs> um, we did this. We reviewed our different aspects or different areas of our life, gave it a score. And for 2024, we're supposed to set goals. After the review, I had to take a nap. It could be that I was simply tired because <laughs> I haven't been sleeping so well uh, with my toddler. Or it could be the fact that my friend's dog was really cozying me up in the sofa and I just, you know, got very, very cozy and <laughs> had to take a nap. 
Nevertheless, I also want to kind of take that as a sign that I was a bit, it's like twofolded on one end. I didn't have the energy uh, at the, in the environment that I was in the sense of like the more na natural environment. And I'll get to that in, in a second. And the second part was that I felt very overwhelmed. <laughs> I just simply felt very overwhelmed with all of the things that kind of popped into my head of this, what I wanted to do and want to, I wanted to achieve in 2024. It created like in, in a very short instant a lot of pressure and I suppose my body simply re, you know responded with go get a nap so I napped my friend <laughs> created her goals and um, after that it kind of clicked for me in a sense also that I had already been thinking about it you know the, the astrological new year actually starts with the Aries sign which is between you know mid 20th of March until mid 20th or 19th of April so that is the new astrological year basically and it also quite good aligns with the natural new year you could say because in spring is when things kind of start to grow that's when we put the seeds you know in the earth so things can start growing and and blooming in the upcoming months and so while the current phase where we have a lot of snow there's uh, at least where, where I am currently in Germany it's snowing that's why I'm looking outside my window and that's why and basically um, yeah colder weather if you're in the northern hemisphere things animals plants people are going into hibernation in a way the environment the natural environment this is important natural environment is is kind of all talking about take a rest take a moment go inside reflect and this was so interesting because these thoughts were like popping up in my head already before i did this exercise with my friend and i also it's like instagram can read my my mind I came across them posts that were recommended to me in my feed talking about this exactly saying that you know these winter months and yeah specifically this moment where we change the new year somehow is in the middle of a hibernation phase in the nature compared to spring so perhaps there were also this kind of yeah um pull back from me on a subconscious level in that sense which my body kind of showed <laughs> later on and on the other hand I also think what kind of created this overwhelm was the fact that I had a few of very drastic changes in mind in the sense I'm like oh my god how am I supposed to actually start you know get you know myself moving my body moving as much as I want when I have a toddler who doesn't always you know keep her bedtime and booking something online or you know in-person class can be very tricky in a sense like I could definitely you know align with my with my husband that he covers for me for those nights and so but it is a lot of logistics planned in there so this is something that after this exercise, after this uh, meetup with my friend, I was pondering a little bit about and I realized that 
you notice like there's a huge factor of self-trust involved with us actually being able to fulfill some of our goals or the actions that we want to take towards a goal. And in my special case, what came back was this, this <laughs> my promise that I wanted to get up earlier. Well, I wanted to go to bed earlier, first of all, so that I could get up earlier to start my day off, you know, in, a, in the way that I wanted to be it, you know, half an hour that I have for myself before my toddler wakes up where I can stretch where I can take a shower in peace and get dressed and not having to like rush everything through and I managed to do this once <laughs> in the fall and I kid you not my daughter was the sweetest angel the whole morning from you know getting her dressed getting some food in in her and dressing her then to to go outside getting into the car and she really don't does not like to go in the car to to the kindergarten getting her to kindergarten and just dropping off it was such a smooth sail i kid you not and i was like whoa i'm quite positive this had to do with the fact that i was in a smooth mood like I was in this energy in the mood that like set the tone not just for me and my the rest of my day but also helped her to kind of find her to kind of calibrate in a way and it was just so cool and then I wanted to do it again and it didn't work out I was like too tired I snoozed I went to bed still super late because I wanted to finish something probably to do with coaching <laughs> and with podcasting and things like that so this was something I saw that I was not really able to to do anymore. Like I, I already before I tried when I went to bed and put the alarm, I kind of already knew that I would snooze the next day. That I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't manage this. I wouldn't manage to just go get up that half an hour earlier because I really wanted to to get some extra sleep. And this got me thinking about like I simply didn't have any self-trust anymore. I didn't trust that I would manage to do that. And self-trust is just like any type of trust you have with another person, right? Like it usually starts small. You might ask for smaller things, you know, uh, that the person supports you with, that you, you know, shows that you can trust them for showing up, for giving you a helping hand, you know, and it goes back and forth. And this is exactly the same thing with ourselves like we have to to rebuild our self-trust we have to really start rebuild or build up like doesn't really matter we have to start small we have to see for ourselves that the small promises that we make to ourselves we are able to keep we're able to show up for ourselves and in that way cultivate the self-trust this is so 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 beautiful <laughs> i think because it's also so, so easy done. Like something that I've talked to my friend about that day was, you know, we want to start the day with lemon water. And I used to do this all the freaking time when I was unemployed and single and living in a one bedroom apartment, you know, like I had all the time <laughs> and in the world. All, nevertheless, like being in a completely different context right now, this is still such a small act 
such a small action that I could implement in a very easy way. Let's say I could squeeze the lemons uh, and have it in my fridge so it's ready for the next three days to just like put on the, the water cooker and pour me up some hot water. I will anyway be in the kitchen with my, my daughter when she's getting ready so I could still get that this done. And this is like the key, like start small. Start small, look at the things that you can implement, like small promises to yourself and keep those, keep those promises. They might seem ridiculous, they might seem mundane, but this is really, you know, the key because the day are in the end made up of those mundane, small, quote-unquote ridiculous moments, actions. And if we don't, if we don't keep those small promises to ourselves, we are actually breaking down our own self-trust or our trust with ourselves. So besides starting small, the suggestion here is also to try it out for a shorter time. So not saying like, I'm going to drink water lemon for each and every day for the rest of 2024. <laughs> but rather saying, okay, I'm going to try this out for tomorrow. <laughs> and if it works out and I enjoy it, let's try it out for the next three days. And after that, maybe, you know, extending to 14 days to 21 days and more and more and more until, until it actually becomes more of a habit. And this is like such a, such an easy and beautiful way just to, yeah, cultivate that self-trust. And I realized also that the more of a drastic change or drastic habit or goal that you have to the, to your current state. So in my case, actually, I would say like waking up an hour earlier and going to bed an hour earlier is quite a change because in that hour in the evening, I get a lot of done for my coaching business. Uh, I get a lot of done of household tasks. I get a lot of me time. I get a lot of time with my partner. So I'm really like, you know, in a way, giving that away if I go to bed earlier, one, one hour. At the same time, there's a lot that I can win in the, in the uh, hour in the morning, right? Maybe not with my partner because he's, <laughs> he's still sleeping, but for myself and for my business and things like that, I can still, you know, like transfer that. Nevertheless, it's quite a drastic change. It's quite a lot of time and quite a shift that I would have to do. And hence, there's a lower self-trust in myself to actually fulfill and to make that happen. So starting small with a small action that you promise, a small promise that you keep to yourself, trying it out for a shorter time, extending that, and then going into bigger and bigger uh, yeah, actions, acts, habits, goals, whatever you want, you know, in, in a longer span is is more, yeah, it's more like a progress, I would say, right? So yeah, I got super motivated for myself. Something that I have now started to incorporate is to have a daily matcha ritual because I got a beautiful matcha set from my husband in, as a Christmas gift and it has a beautiful <laughs> purpose to get me going. <laughs> so I'm drinking anyway green tea in the mornings. So now there's like a small ritual to it instead which I could just like enjoy doing, you know, and being present in that moment. And this is something I want to really incorporate in every day. And having, keeping this little small promise of this matcha ritual 
for the next, let's say, 14 days is my first goal. And then moving on to other things. Then it might be actually just going to bed 15 minutes earlier and not directly an hour, an hour and a half. And like shifting those, making those smaller shifts rather, step by step. It's all really like a progress. Going back to also what I mentioned about, you know, the natural year starting in that. I do believe indeed that we all have our different also like personal energy phases and waves that go. I personally, for example, have a lot of energy in this fall. So from like September to November, December, then I go into a hibernation mode, then I'm back again in March. <laughs> and then I'm actually out again for the summer. You know, I don't know. It sounds also like a, a little bit like a habit thing because to do with the, um, the scholar year, so to say, <laughs> and, to, and the semesters. Nevertheless, it works. And instead of fighting it, I can actually work with it, right? So some people might have their highest, you know, most productive time in the winter because they really enjoy the darkness. They really, you know, enjoy this, this the cold or I don't know if more it might be, but more the kind of inward things. And that's completely fine. Of course, like you do you, absolutely. This is just my reflection of what I have been experiencing myself and something that I want to try myself because A, I personally have to learn and find out things by trial and error. I know that for a fact and I enjoy also the process in that sense and I have something to tell you about, right? So it sounds like a win, 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 win. <laughs> and B, I, yeah, it's just, you have to also sometimes try something new to kind of get out of the always the same rut, always the same tradition things, if you want to experience change. Because Einstein said, right, um, what do you call it, Fool fullness or craziness, is thinking, you know, doing the same thing over and over and again is going to produce a different result. So, yeah, what I can also add to which I personally am going to be doing also is uh, I'm usually setting a word of the year. So this is a year that can kind of like work as a guidance for the upcoming year. And in the past I've had peace, for example, in 2020 peace was my word of the year where I, after leaving my corporate uh, career and going, you know, on this, um, dark night of the soul journey I just wanted to find some kind of peace and mainly it was like inward peace so being in peace with myself with all of the things that I discovered about myself and kind of the whale that lifted you could say and it really helped me to make some decisions of how I see things like approach things and how I experience things also I remember one specific one was I felt somehow very very pressured when I was visiting my dad in Sweden and then I just like oh, you know what I just want to experience peace and by shifting that thought like through this you know prompt you could say I had just a beautiful time with my dad enjoying this amazing sunset in the middle you know of high winter uh, there in Sweden in the beginning of January it's really 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 beautiful some other things i had is um, also balance was for i believe for 2023 
where I wanted to kind of find more of a balance in, in terms of my career, my, my financial balance, um, my motherhood role, and my friendships and things like that. And I do believe I actually have been able to, yeah, in 2023 to kind of achieve that for myself. So for 2024, my word of the year is uh, harmony. While balance is mainly talking about, you know, that uh, two equal parts, two parts are equal (laughs) in the sense that they are having the same weight to kind of find that balance, right? Uh, Harmony is more talking about a constellation of areas or constellation of things where they don't necessarily have the same weight or the same size but they very beautifully coexist in harmony so this is definitely the guidance for me for 2024 and I do also definitely invite you to uh, look at what kind of word you could use for your guidance for 2024 what is kind of like the overall mood or overall flow that you want to to have it doesn't have to be to achieve it's just really the type of state state of mind state of state of body that you want to experience throughout the year so we're not talking about like a specific goal or resolution just about like the experience that you want to have throughout the year and I wanted just to, to finish on about coincidences. I'm going to talk about this also in, in a future podcast because I love the way, you know, how universe or use like provides you with all the evidence <laughs> that you need uh, when you're thinking about something. So something, as I was thinking about this, right, that the making new New Year's goals right now doesn't like makes total sense to me, does not make total sense to me. I, like I said, stumbled across some Instagram posts and now in January, one of my favorite new, just newly discovered podcasts that I've been binging in the past like two months <laughs> called Demystify Magic. They dropped an episode exactly about this as well. And it was so intriguing in a way to just read that, you know, they're talking about the astrological and natural new year compared to the new year of our arc of our Gregorian calendar, I think it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. And also that this also suggests a word of the year. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> this is so on point. I'm gonna link to them. It's, um, they have, the podcast is beautiful. I strongly recommend it. They are talking about how magic and energy like Reiki and so actually works from 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 a scientific point of view, and I'm all about that. If you you heard me before, I'm a big fan also of Dr. Joe Dispenza, who explains manifestation from a scientific point of view, like specifically from quantum physics. So I will link that book as well, just in case. Uh, if this is the first time you're tuning in and listening to uh, my podcast, the Mindset and Magic one, yeah. So, Star, this was it. I feel so somehow so energized. Uh, maybe it was this uh, matcha latte that I just had. Uh, maybe it was the two-week rest that I just had. Maybe it was me connecting to you <laughs> again and uh, sharing with you some thoughts, some ideas, 
Uh, yeah, so if you enjoyed this podcast, something that uh, is would be super helpful is if you want to give it a follow or give it a five-star rating. Um, and in general, just, yeah, get back to me with any kinds of feedback of uh, your own stories maybe to share as well. I love, love, love connecting with you. So you can find me on Instagram. I'll leave my handle in the, in the show notes. It's at Victoria with a K dot Rusina, R-O-U-S-S-I-N-A. I might have to rethink my, my last name. <laughs> it's not so podcast friendly, nevertheless. So wishing you a beautiful start to the Gregorian 2024 new year and looking forward to connecting and sharing lots more of topics around mindset and magic with you in the upcoming months. Ciao.